All right, everybody, welcome back in to 2 on OSU. As always, Ben Hutchins with my identical twin brother, Sam Hutchins. Uh, before we get started, we want to thank some of our sponsors for supporting 2 on OSU. Big shout out to MidFirst Bank, Laserlight Skin Clinic, the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, Oklahoma Ford Dealers, and Fire Lake Casino for supporting our show and everything we're doing over at Sellout Crowd. And Sam, we also want to remind our our listeners to drive into your best Oklahoma Ford dealers today for some of the best deals on Ford's full lineup of trucks and SUVs. Ford is the best in Oklahoma. Sam, what's going on? How are you doing today? I'm great. It's glad to be back. I'm glad to be back after the bye week. Uh, you know, interesting press conference. There's a kind of a, an element of what will Oklahoma State do with the bye week? Will they devoted all to one quarterback. Will uh, you know the the rotation continue? Could Oklahoma State potentially work on anything else over the bye week? And it's a, a daunting test ahead for Oklahoma State. Mike Gundy said today, you know, kind of like he said at a lot of press conferences, Kansas State is going to be the the best team we've played this year. He's kind of said, you know, blank is the best team leading up to that week in a lot of weeks. But generally, it's been true. Ben, the schedule is kind of ramping up um, a, a little bit and. You know, the, the Cowboys have, have already taken some bumps now with losing their first Big 12 game in Ames last week. But, Ben, there's a bye week to discuss, Kansas State to discuss. Let's talk about what Oklahoma State needs to do during the bye week, what they need to improve on to avoid something similar to last year happening with the Kansas State Wildcats. Yeah, Sam, I, even, I think you even asked Mike uh, today, you know, did you focus on anything in particular? Was there any area of emphasis in the bye week this week? And, well, the answer to that is, you know, really no. At least that's what Mike told us today. Just kind of focused on the fundamentals, just kind of tackling and uh, some of the basic stuff that the Cowboys practice every week is what they did a lot of over the bye week. Uh, Mike said it was kind of a regular bye week with, you know, four practices and uh, just the Cowboys continuing to go to work there. Will that be enough to upset? K-State at home on Friday, Sam? I don't know. Uh, some of that K-State game from last year is burned into my memory a little bit. That one's that one's a bit hard to shake. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I, I mean, people asked, I know, Ben, you and I both got this question. Was the South Alabama loss the worst in Gundy history? And I think a lot of folks' answer was, well, maybe second worst, knowing in the back of my mind what happened in Manhattan last year. Let's just refresh really quickly. You know, maybe the, the folks driving, if you can't stand it, turn down your radio. Um, don't turn it off. We, we'd appreciate y'all, y'all listening. But uh, we need to go back and, and talk about what happened last year in Manhattan. The Cowboys were decimated 48-0. to And the Cowboys came in that game number nine in the country. So that was, uh, you know, the, the season had high, high hopes. And it's harder to find a, a more efficient way to dash hopes. <laughs> then losing 48-0 to zero against Kansas State. Of course, Kansas State turned out to be pretty good. The Cowboys did not turn out to be pretty good. But just quickly, you know, last year, uh, the, the Wildcats, I think the most telling statistic is looking at the ESPN win probability bin. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can point to, but that thing was on 99.9% KSU for pretty much the second quarter on. So it uh, that game was not close from the very beginning. Ben, you asked Mike Gundy, what makes you think this week's going to be any different? I know. And, and uh, I, I don't have know a great it, answer. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't know if there is some sort of magical answer um, that, that says, hey, you know, 
we're, we're not going to go. I mean, the Cowboys probably aren't going to go lose 48 to zero. I think everybody expects it to be a little bit closer. Um, and it sounds like Mike certainly does as well. But I, I laid it out. I said, look, Kent State's good again. We know what happened last year. I mean, what do you think is what makes you think that this next week is going to be any different? And he said, well, there's a couple things. You know, I think um, the players are motivated. I think they're going to be excited to play in it. Um, he thinks the the scheme and the preparation will allow them to go out there and fare a little bit better against the Wildcats than they did last year in that 48 to zero loss. So I don't know. I think the Cowboys are, are going to, you know, be better than last year. I would hope it's almost a certainty, certainty mathematically. I don't think Mike Gunn is going to go get his uh, second biggest loss in a row uh, back-to-back years against K-State. But I don't know. You, you had the spread written down, Sam. I, I don't feel you know, super confident that the, that the Cowboys are going to be able to cover that or, or uh, something crazy. Yeah, I think it opened at Kansas State favored by a touchdown, and maybe that's moved a little bit, um, which probably seems about right. But yeah, yeah Kansas State's good. They're, they're three and one. You know, like, you know, Will Howard is back. Of course, everyone knows Deuce Vaughn is gone, but a lot yep. of those same pieces. I mean, Mike Mike talked about the secondary being really good today. Like Kansas State's good again, you know. Yeah, and uh, I know we'll, we'll we'll preview Kansas State and and talk about what the what's different with with the Wildcats and what's similar. It really, it's. I mean, at first I was kind of scratching my head a little bit. Someone asked in the press conference, Mike, how much inspiration or motivation do you draw from? the 48 to zero game for this team. And Mike said, you know, I don't really think it factors in. Um, he he kind of downplayed that. And these teams are, are, are quite different than, than, than they were even a year ago. You know, of course we've talked and everyone who's listening knows how much Oklahoma state has changed, but the Wildcats, they have the quarterback returning, but they're down Malik Knowles. He's in the NFL. Cade Warner. Remember Kurt Sunbin who torched the Cowboys. I think he had two touchdowns in the first half. If I remember that right, I think he scored twice. Um, he's now, uh, I believe, with the Buccaneers. So the the Wildcats lost a lot too. Um, but we'll get into that. Ben, big picture, are the Cowboys? How much how much faith in in do you have in in them? Do you have overall right now? I mean, I have faith in kind of the history and the body of work of Mike Gundy. Um, I don't know if there's any other signs this season from what I've seen pointing and telling me that, hey, this is a a great football team, you know, guaranteed to make a bowl. Um, But I tend to give Mike Gundy the benefit of the doubt, Sam, just with, you know, the the bowl streak we discussed uh, on the last show of two on OSU and um, Mike's ability to kind of surprise some people. I think when when people feel this team is really kind of circling the drain, I think the Cowboys have a tendency to pull out some wins. So I'm. I'm not very optimistic based on what I've seen this season with my own two eyes, but I am kind of optimistic in the larger sense. Think the stock market, right? Like in the in in the longer you know picture of this whole thing, um, history would tell me that the Cowboys aren't in as bad of shape as what I'm seeing right now with my own eyes. One of the biggest revelations from the press conference was Mike Gundy still has yet to close the door on the quarterback competition. He, uh, someone asked him is Alan Bowman going to be the starter this week? And he said, we're working that out in practice. So I think that it's probably the wrong decision for the Cowboys to not start Bowman moving forward. I believe that all three guys are pretty equal. And now you've sort of committed to Bowman a little bit, may as well go all the way 
And uh, especially if he has been getting all these rips the last two weeks in practice, I think Bowman's the right guy for the Cowboys moving forward. Not even necessarily because of playing outstanding on the field, but the Cowboys have committed to him a little bit, and you're going to be better off sticking to someone. Yeah, and we're actually going to talk to Alan Bowman, among a few other players, right after we get off of this call. And we'll, we'll see if, if Alan will tell us, you know, if, if the Cowboys have been committing a lot of snaps to him, how many snaps he's been taking uh, this week and over the bye week, if maybe that'll tell us a little bit about where the Cowboys have kind of committed at the quarterback position. Um, but I don't know, Sam. It, it, might, it might be the right thing to start Bowman the rest of the season, uh, is what I'm hearing from you, but... Nothing about what Mike said up there today leads me to believe in any sort of confidence that that's the plan to start Alan Bowman the rest of the way. Do you think it's the right move to start Bowman? Or would you would you maybe give each quarterback a game at a time? How would you do it moving forward? Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of different scenarios floated around. Maybe Mike's done alternating quarters and he wants to alternate games. I don't know. Something crazy like that I wouldn't rule out um, because. I'm done ruling things out with this quarterback battle, but I've always kind of been, at least for the, this season on this podcast, Sam, I think uh, just a little bit of a, a Rangel guy. I think that I think that's the guy who gives the Cowboys the best chance to win, and it makes sense going forward toward the, toward the future um, with Rangel coming back and all that stuff. So I don't know. if it, I, I don't profess to know ball anywhere near uh, any of those guys in that room, but if you ask me here today like you just did, I think I'd start Rangel. To me the goalposts have kind of shifted with this season. Two and two start for for the Cowboys. Nothing incredibly inspiring so far. To to me, now, if you're a coach, you have to make the decision about what's going to get you to a bowl game and what's going to just keep this season afloat for this year. Can Oklahoma State even afford to think about the future? I mean, there's a, a potential train of thought where you could just say, all right, this season throw it out the window, light the match, pour it with, ga- you know, soak it with gasoline and, and, and set it all ablaze outside and then say, hey, that way you go with the youngest possible guy, get, get the young guys all the snaps. But to me, Oklahoma State's bowl streak since 2006, to me it feels like you have to go with the guy that can just get you to a bowl game and salvage a little bit of this year. I don't know if you have to. I think the Cowboys are still, you know, they're sitting at 2-2 two and two right now. A lot is still theoretically on the table. Um, so I don't think the Cowboys are pigeonholed right now into, you know, one way or the other. Um, later, if, if this, you know, losing streak continues, if they uh, have a rough go of it against the Kansas teams these next two weeks, then maybe kind of the mentality of this season shifts um, with, with what the end priorities and end goals are and what ends up as being best for the team. But right now, I don't know. I, I don't see the Cowboys pigeonholed into, hey, let's, Let's see what we got with the young guy. Or, hey, if we don't make a bowl game this year, you know, the, the world is going to burn. Because maybe, you know, I, I don't see that the case either. Sure. I know you shared with me a, a projection today, Ben. Oklahoma State was projected to play Colorado, which would kind of, you know, at the end of the season, it would go from, oh, you know, Oklahoma State's playing in maybe like last year, a guaranteed rate bowl that doesn't move the needle a whole lot against Wisconsin. That would at least be, you know, if you could get matched up against Colorado, that, that'd be pretty cool. To it, it would feel like your end of the year game means something. <laughs> yeah, so, some team is going to get really lucky and play Colorado in a bowl game. Um, and if that were the Cowboys, that would be pretty cool. 
I, I also saw, I don't know, I also saw McMurphy in that same projection. Um, you can find it on the Action Network. He also predicted um, OU playing USC. So just from like a statewide perspective, I can't imagine a, a cooler bowl scenario for, for teams from Oklahoma. No doubt. Now, Ben, let's let's talk. I, I think the the biggest thing about this Kansas State game, and I'm I'm gonna run this by you, but I, I think it it remains you have to establish the running game. And aside from that Ollie Gordon run last week, we just haven't seen a whole lot of that from Oklahoma State. And now it gets harder. Kansas State has an experienced Defense, Mike Gundy was especially complimentary of the safeties and uh, the, the back end of that defense, but um, he was saying all, they have talent all around, and he said specifically that the defense will be the, uh, present a serious challenge for, for the Cowboys. How do you see Kansas State playing out? I think this may be one of those games, Sam, where the Cowboys have to throw it a little bit to kind of open up the run. They've played against a lot of stacked boxes so far. Um, especially when, you know, uh, Gunner Gundy gets in the game for whatever reason, teams like to, to stack the box on him. So maybe this is a scenario where, yeah, like, you know, you want to get Ollie Gordon going, but you're really going to have to show you can throw the ball deep uh, before teams really start to respect and kind of open up that field. So I, I don't know. K-State's defense is pretty stout overall. I think they have, you know, great, great run defense and, like you said, a, a solid secondary and, they shut the Cowboys out last year. You know, we, we just talked about that, but, but let's not forget that. So I think this is maybe uh, something where the Cowboys uh, cannot get uh, one-dimensional, Sam. They're going to have to throw the ball to, to run it a little bit, I think. And let's not forget, Oklahoma State hadn't been shut out since 2009 before that happened. So I remember last year, that was a game that really reset a lot of things for me in terms of, Oklahoma State's outlook moving forward and the the TCU game th- that was a little different over time but Kansas State was that next week right and after Kansas State that's when the Cowboys that kind of felt like the start of this funk that maybe they're still in a little bit do you agree D- did Kansas State last year feel like a, a turning point of the start of of a, a serious funk I think to be a little bit more precise maybe like halftime of that TCU game um, because yeah. the wheels kind of came off at the end there. But yeah, like, like you said, OSU was, you know, a top 10 team going into that matchup and gosh, like they just have not been the same um, on, on any sort of level. It felt like maybe they, they reverted to their old ways uh, to beat Texas, the Texas Longhorns at home here uh, last season, but K state, man, maybe, maybe it's like, like maybe there's some zero just kind of broke, you know, it, I, I know things got broken a little bit. I, and Mike Gundy said, no, like we don't use the past to motivate the guys now, but How, there's, some, there's, a monkey, there's a little bit of a monkey, I think to, to get off, to get off your back this week. If, if you were part of that game, how would that not be motivation? I know we'll talk with players about that, but that's something I had a, a quote from last year that Brendan Presley said, and um, let me pull that up real quick because it, it's worth reiterating about how how that game in the post game it, it, it was here. I'll, I'll just read what what Brennan said. He said, "You have to keep this loss in the back of your mind. It's kind of like getting your heart broken by a girl. 
you just have to remember that every time you see her, every time we practice or in film, we have to think, I don't want that to ever happen again. Brennan said that in the, you know, essentially the parking lot right by the bus after that Kansas State game. And I think even still, you know, you don't get over heartbreak easily. I don't think you get over that easily. No. You ready to uh, to move into a little bit of a, a quick hitter segment, Sam, to, to close things out? The two-minute drill. That's what we're Let's calling it. it. It's a new thing we're trying. Maybe people love it. Maybe they hate it. We'll see how well we run the two-minute offense. But, Ben, do you want to start the stopwatch? Yeah, I can. Um, and then maybe we can put one up on the screen as well. But we're going to go uh, through some confidence levels. Sam, one through ten uh, confidence level. And I'll put you on the clock now. Confidence level that the Cowboys are going to get a win in Man- uh, against K-State. That game's not in Manhattan, so that yep. gives me a little more confidence, but I'd put it at two, two and a half if you'll give me a decimal, but no higher than that. I think the Cowboys have an okay chance to split the Kansas teams, but I think that wins a lot more likely against the Jayhawks with potentially Jalen Daniels out than the Wildcats. You're running your offense like Colorado. Hurry up. Make a bull confidence level. Four. I don't I didn't want to, I wanted to put five, but that's weak. That's a cop out. So four. And finally, what's your confidence level, Sam, that all three quarterbacks for OSU are going to continue to play this season? Two. I don't think it'll happen. I think Bowman's will, will get the nod moving forward. All right, I clocked you at uh, 55 seconds. So that's pretty well, good, Sam. Now, now, now you have to do the same. All right. That's, I, I used up my half, so I gave you five extra seconds. <laughs> okay. I, I'd appreciate um, it if you, uh, if you converted the drive. You know, I, I got you to the 55, essentially. Ben, I'll, I'll start you for a minute now. All right. Go. Uh, I, I, I think the Cowboys, um, I have them at a three for confidence level against K-State. The, the memories of what I saw last year are a little hard to shake. And Will Howard's back. I think he's older, you're mature. Um, he's been there forever, as Mike Gundy said today. So I think the Wildcats are going to win. Confidence, Confidence level, at level in them making a bowl game, Oklahoma State. I'll put it at a five. Like I said, Sam, I'm kind of trusting the long-term stock market here for what Mike Gundy's done. He has an incredible bowl streak. Um, and, and I think it has a decent chance to continue. Splitting the Kansas games puts the Cowboys at three and three, and they need to win half of their remaining games against West Virginia, Cincinnati, OU, UCF, Houston, BYU. I think it's doable. Convincing. Eight seconds. Confidence level in all three quarterbacks. Seeing all three of them. Ten. I think we're going to see all these guys. Nobody's stepped up and grabbed it, so why not? Throw them out there. Okay, Ben, well done hitting the, the two-minute drill. I, I had you. You had two seconds to spare. So, uh, well done. Quickly, closing thoughts. Um, Oklahoma State, this to me feels like a big game. And I don't even think that Oklahoma State needs to win for this to maybe ease some tensions in Stillwater. But I don't think you can get blown out if, if you're Oklahoma State in this spot. To me, it feels big to just be competitive against a ranked team. And, you know, maybe it, it comes down to the final drive like it did in Ames. But if the Cowboys can at least remain competitive in this one on your home field, I think that would go a long way towards maybe just riding the ship of the, of the overall feel of this season. That, hey, 
you can have a down couple games, but you're still just a contender out in the Big 12 in general. No doubt. And we'll be back next week uh, to preview that Kansas State matchup. And we just want to remind you, if this is your first time hearing or watching 2 on OSU, man, do us a favor and be sure to subscribe on YouTube or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever is uh, your go-to app there for podcasts. Uh, hit us with a subscribe. And if you like what you hear, you can even leave a review. So thanks for joining us for this episode of 2 on OSU. As always, Ben Hutchins, Sam Hutchins. We'll see you next time.